1: So much for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. I'm Carrie Charles, your host, and today I have with me Deborah Kish. She is the Vice President of Research and Workforce Development at the Fiber Broadband Association. Deborah, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Carrie. It's good to be here. Yes, yes. I was so excited when we had that panel at ConnectX this year, and I thought I have got to get you on the podcast. So I'm excited about this conversation.
2: Me too. And here we are. So,
1: first, Deborah, I always like to learn a little bit more about you and how you got to where you are today.
2: I have actually been in the telecommunications business or industry, you could say, for 25 years. I actually added up the numbers a little bit ago and tried to figure out how long I've actually been doing this. I started my career at Gartner as an analyst, I was covering telco infrastructure. So I started covering broadband, oddly enough. And then I moved on to other topics like switching and signaling. And then I moved into security. And then I kind of dabbled in data security more in depth. And I left for another opportunity after 21 years. And I am here at Fiber Broadband Association. So I feel like I've sort of come Full circle in the broadband side. So it's a great industry to be in. And once you're in, you really don't ever want to get out. That's true. I hear that
1: all the time. So tell me more about your role at FBA.
2: I run research and workforce development initiatives here. On the research side, I manage research programs and the relationships that we have with folks like RVA and Futurium and Cartesian, where we also create committee-driven research. You know, there's organic research that is driven at Fiber Broadband Association and other research that we rely on partners for. On the workforce development side, FBA had, in response to our service provider and contractor members, and a recognition as in the industry as a whole, that there's kind of a gap in training And not so much that there isn't training available, there is fiber optic technician training available, but we created a program that, or a training course to kind of help standardize training across the board. Fiber, as you know, is a youngish industry, 35, 40-ish years old. So we're in kind of a unique position right now where we have not done a very good job at attracting new people to the industry to become fiber optic technicians or even get in the telecommunication space but a lot of the people who would be instructors are still working so we're in a unique gap where we don't really have a pipeline that is full of people to take these positions but also we don't have instructors to help instruct them so what's generally been happening is there's been a lot of on the job training with contractors and service providers to get people to become fiber optic technicians and Other occupations within the industry. So,
1: who is the Fiber Broadband Association? Talk more about your members
2: and maybe some of the benefits of being a member. So, we are a member led and member based organization. So, our members are largely internet service providers, and that goes into even municipalities, and we see a lot of electric cooperatives. Getting into the fiber space, offering fiber broadband service to their communities. That's about 52 or so percent of, and we're over 400 or so for it. We're close to 450 members at this point, which is kind of nice. I mean, we've grown quite a bit in the last two years. The other portion of our members is largely the manufacturers of fiber optic cable and tools and contractors, people who are out there deploying the technology. And then we've also got another subset of consultants and other software-type vendors like GIS, where they would look at how to find fiber or where fiber is deployed across the nation. Benefits of becoming a member here are long and vast, but a big part of it is ultimately the connections that our members make with each other. Not to mention, we are what we would consider the voice of fiber or the truth of fiber in terms of advocating for all fiber broadband networks across the country. So you have quite a few
1: events every year, and I know you have a big one coming up, Fiber Connect, which I'm going to attend in Orlando. What's the date on that, August? August 20th to the
2: 23rd. And that's great that you're going to be there.
1: Yes, my whole team will. And I heard there's going to be record attendance this year, like... What is it? Over
2: 2,000? We're expecting about 4,000.
1: 4,000? Yeah. Wow.
2: We've been growing every year.
1: That is a great show. It really, really is. Every year I go. So lots of benefits. And again, I get emails all the time from your organization and learn a lot. So let's dig in to workforce a bit. I know that typically telecom is not the first choice of Young people these days, you know, right out of high school or college, they don't think, oh, I'm going to go into telecom. So how do we get more people, not just young people, but really all ages interested in telecom?
2: Yeah, it's funny that you say that because that is the $10 million question right now. I don't remember sitting in high school thinking to myself, I think I want to get into the telecom industry. We all just sort of fell into it, which is a good thing. And the people who fall into it tend to, like I said, really enjoy it and they never want to leave. So we have a good retention in employees. But I think that there are some things that we probably, as technology grows, I think what happened along the way was that because technology moves at such a lightning speed, the changes that we've seen across the board, things like writing code or developing apps, because the catchphrase was always, there's an app for everything, or there's an app for that. So that sort of attracted a lot of young people to a different path. But I don't think that they really thought that how you actually get there is by means of the internet. So I think when you ask how to attract people to the industry, I think that we need to make it known that or relatable. The things that you do every day, when you create those apps or when you're marketing your product, or if you want to be an entrepreneur, or if you want to connect to your school or your family through things like Facebook and Instagram, and you want to send your message out, all of that goes across the internet. I think to make it relatable and how they understand how their communications actually happen. There's always the wireless. Everybody knows wireless. So young people don't think to themselves. They just think it's a cell phone. I know I can connect to the internet using it, but they don't see the people behind the actual work that goes into it. And when we're talking about fiber, I think of the magic that happens with it. It's fascinating how this stuff happens through light. How do you send data through light? You always think that there has to be like there are physical components to it, but you don't think about the science behind light and how it transmits data at speeds that we still haven't broken it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. FBA did a survey recently. Let's talk a little bit about that and what was included in the survey. I find that very interesting.
2: Yeah. So every year, the Fiber Broadband Association, along with the main coalition, which is the Fiber to the Home Council Global Alliance, which we are part of, we're the America's branch so we're Latin America and North America and what we do every year is we conduct a large project on behalf of you know we get all the continents together and this year we did a sustainability survey and sustainability survey you know is the obvious things like greenhouse gas emissions what are you doing to you know reduce carbon output your carbon footprint and all the things that go together with that but one of the things that falls under the sustainability category is employee advancement. And because I'm workforce, so that's one of my main interests, I like to look at the workers category. And we ask some questions around what initiatives are you as a company conducting or working on towards employee advancement, meaning the broad categories like their financial security, health, wellness, and safety, career development engagement and satisfaction. So engagement and satisfaction is all the things about how happy are you working here? So it's always good to find out what your employees think of working for you as a company and how to keep them there. And then other things about engagement and satisfaction in terms of collective bargaining and how caregivers, how engaged they are in your everyday life in terms of making sure that you and your family are well taken care of and that your work-life balance is well met. A lot of companies don't necessarily do that. So the results of that portion, I was actually quite surprised at. Sustainability side as a whole, we discovered that North America is a little bit behind, but they're working on things like changing to fiber from copper to reduce carbon emissions and their carbon footprint. But on the worker side, I was really surprised to see across the board how that was the lowest on the list in terms of initiatives. The best way to get stewards of your company is to be invested in them. And we found that people will leave fiber optic technicians, for example, just on that one category, they'll leave a company for a dollar an hour. We know that there's a lot of poaching that happens in this industry, but that's just one small example of why people leave. Where can we get access to the survey? On the Fiber Broadband
1: Association website. Okay, wonderful. And what is that? Let's go ahead and give it just
2: the the Uh, website is www.fiberbroadband.org. Very, very
1: good. So what initiatives are you working on to
2: attract more people to the industry? that's good. The ideas are endless. So we are doing a bunch of different things. One big thing that we're actually going to announce at Fiber Connect, which I don't want to say too, too much about, but we're going to be releasing something out to the wild to attract young high schoolers and pretty much anybody who's interested in the telecom business. Other things that we're working on is developing a marketing toolkit for community colleges and high schools that can be inserted into things that young people do every day, which is across Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the things that young people are actually doing on a day-to-day basis to insert advertisements or videos of people who have been in this industry for a long time and what the benefits are and the career opportunities and the earning potential, all those things that are so awesome about this industry and develop that toolkit. And we as Fiber Broadband Association will also put out to the nines about all the things that this industry has to offer. Oh,
1: I love that. So I'm a member company or in the fiber world, really any company in telecom. And I'm looking to hire a young person, maybe millennial, Gen Z, Would I need to have a presence on Instagram and TikTok? And I guess Facebook is, that's for old folks like me, but um, I mean, is it important and is it effective, I guess, to find candidates on these social media platforms? It can never hurt.
2: (laughs) Our industry, I don't think is something that is typical on a TikTok or an Instagram. I would think, sure, why not? It couldn't hurt but TikTok tends to be the videos that people do that try and attract attention to themselves and things like that. But I'm also thinking about things like gaming apps, like the young people play, I hate to say Candy Crush. I mean, everybody knows what Candy Crush is, but there's a lot of ads that get inserted into those games, either get boosters or whatever it is. I mean, I don't do those kind of things, but I just know that this is what happens, <laughs> but the insert ads, you know, because adults do it too, adults that do that. And then other places that we were thinking about are other apps like Nextdoor. So Nextdoor, if you have heard of it, is the one where it's all about neighborhoods and people who want to connect in a neighborhood to either say, my cat's missing or my mail got delivered to the wrong place, who has it, things of that nature. But that's also very ad-driven now too. So if we can put ads into those kind of apps as well, where we're not just reaching young people, but we're reaching their parents. Parents of kids who don't really know where they want to go. I mean, I see it all the time. I belong to the Nextdoor app. I see it all the time where people are looking for jobs for their kids. So they'll put an ad out there that says, hey, my kid needs a job over the summer, he wants to cut grass or something. This is obviously a high schooler. So these are other ways to get the visual content out there that maybe a parent would see and say, hey, Jimmy, have you thought about career in fiber or have you thought about a career in telecommunications? Because let's face it, Jimmy, you're not right. sure what you want to do. <laughs> all right. Oh, I love all those ideas.
1: Yeah, we've got to get with the times here. I think sometimes as companies, I know we have an Instagram page as well as I believe we have a TikTok page now. Well, let's talk about the workforce shortage. And I mean, we've obviously you've heard about this throughout telecom for many, many years and the gaps that we're seeing. Do you feel that with the current economic conditions and everything happening in the marketplace, I mean, is is this shortage still going to be a major problem for us? I mean, What type of shortage or what gap do we see coming, especially with the bead funding and all
2: the building that needs to be done? So I think the shortage is going to be an issue for a while. And I think it is largely because I don't see anybody acting on it now. Now is the time. Bead funding, the allocations have been announced to all the states. So the states know how much money they're going to be getting from bead funding, which is a great thing. I don't think that they're actually going to be physically getting the money until early 2024, which indicates this is the clear time to do something now in terms of training and hiring. And whether you go with an apprenticeship model or not, I don't think that that matters. Apprenticeships are great. I love the earn while you learn model, but we need to have training now. Because when that money starts rolling out, then they're going to want to start building networks and you can't build a network unless you build built a workforce. So I think that operators or ISPs and contractors need to start thinking about getting people trained today rather than waiting until the money comes through, because you'll always be able to make up that difference when you start getting new subscribers. And as you grow your subscribers, you're still going to need people to maintain existing networks, not only build new networks, but maintain the existing networks. And then that's going to be an ongoing thing. So you have to build that pipeline today. We expect to build new hires. We estimated about 205,000 people will be needed over the next five years. And we've seen some evidence around the states and what they've indicated as the number of people that they'll need. They're not all necessarily going to be in fiber, per se, because fiber deployment takes several different categories of occupations. So, for example, I think it was Louisiana had a number of of about 7,000 people that they anticipate that they'll need over the next seven years. North Carolina indicated a number at about 4,500. So the number is going to be different across each state, but when we add up on the average the 205,000 to probably 250,000 or so over the next five years is not unreasonable. And I think we can get there if we start acting now.
1: But where do we find these people? Is it all about just training and development programs? And if so, where are the training and development programs? Are they internal with companies? Are the states going to implement them? Like, how are we going to do this?
2: So... I think that it's going to be a combination of things. So we have been working with, at a state level, we have to look at all the stakeholders. There's all kinds of coalitions and workforce development programs that are all working together. Some of the states have training programs, or they're not necessarily training programs, but they're programs that would be offered to people within the state where they could offer XYZ training, for example, fiber optic technician training at a lower cost to them and bring in those people to the industry. Other programs, you know, like at-risk youth programs, there's veteran programs. And then other ways that I think would be of interest is to bring vocational tech training back to high schools, give them a familiarity, give them a taste of what these jobs would entail. And when they come out, They can go into more formal training programs and get jobs immediately. So,
1: Deborah, what would you say that a company would need to do like today to start that preparation? I mean, do you have a partnership or with TIRAP and WIA as well? Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: So the WIA, the Wireless Infrastructure Association, they're the sponsor of the TIRAP, the Telecommunications Industry Registered Apprenticeship Program. I did that pretty well, didn't I? Good job. Yeah. <laughs> say that 10 times. It's a fast. mouthful. <laughs> it's mouthful. So we just say tie wrap. So within the tie wrap apprenticeship program, there are 15 and working on more occupations that are built into that registered apprenticeship program. Fiber optic installer is one of them. There are many. They're all telco related. They run anywhere from tower building to underground cable install to fiber broadband technicians, and we partner with the WIA to be that fiber optic technician arm that is available. So I like the apprenticeship model. I, I think I said that before, the Earn While You Learn is a great program. I think it helps foster good relationship between a new employee, somebody who's learning the trend of the technology, install practices, and it shows that there's an interest in that person's career and earning potential. I think dedication and commitments from employers is very much on the list of what needs to be done too. We need commitments from people in the industry from ISPs and contractors alike. And TimeWrap is a good way to
1: start that. So to get more information on that program with companies just go to your website, the Fiber Broadband Association website.
2: They could either go to our website or they can contact me directly, dkish at fiberbroadband.org, and I'd be able to get them in touch with the WIA folks. Okay, wonderful. And
1: let's give that website one more time, the Fiber Broadband Association website.
2: www.fiberbroadband.org. And is there still
1: spots, I guess, to register for Fiber Connect?
2: Yeah, there is. We have actually sold out the Gaylord, the hotel, but on our website, on the Fiber Connect website, there is information about adjacency hotels that we have arrangements with. But by no means have we sold out of the conference. So there's still plenty of room for people to join. And we absolutely welcome. It's going to be a great show this year.
1: Well, I cannot wait, Deborah, And thank you for all the work that you're doing. It's, boy, do we need it right now. And I really
2: appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much, Carrie, for the opportunity. This has been great. It's always awesome working with you. Yes, you too. And I will see you soon at the event. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Thanks. See you next week. Yes, yeah, Take
1: care.
0: Thank you for listening to another informative episode of 5G Talent Talk brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff Talent Solutions. As we advance into the future, we promise to bring you the resources you need to navigate this ever-changing landscape of 5G to help you attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. To access the show notes or leave a review, visit broadstaffglobal.com. Until next time.